You're listening to Catholic Sprouts, the daily podcast for Catholic kids that strives to plant seeds of faith. Today's podcast is brought to you by OSV Kids, a magazine designed to help children grow in their faith throughout the liturgical year. To find out more, head to osvkids.com. Hey there, Sprouts. This week on the Catholic Sprouts podcast, we are going to reinvest in our Lenten intentions. Chances are, if you're like me or if you're normal, you've gotten to the point where getting into Lent isn't quite as exciting as it was at the beginning And maybe you've fallen away from some of your ideas about Lent fasting and almsgiving and praying in Lent, or you've gotten a little bit lazy. And so this week, we're going to remind ourselves why we're doing all of these things in Lent. And we're going to look to the saints that are celebrating feast days each day this week for powerful examples of how really devoting ourselves to prayer, almsgiving, and fasting can achieve the ultimate goal of Lent. So that is where we need to start. What is the ultimate goal of Lent? Why do we give up certain foods? Why do we give away our money? And why do we reinvest in prayer? Well, we do all of these things for one simple reason. And that reason is this. So that at the end of Lent, we are more like Jesus Christ. That is the really the only reason why we do all of these sometimes even unpleasant things. Now, I'm going to tell you, no one enjoys being hungry. You know, it, we might feel good after we give money to the poor, but but no one really looks forward to doing that. These are uncomfortable and hard things to do. And yet we know that doing them will help us leave behind our own selfish lives. They'll help us look beyond who we are, love others better, and by doing that, be more like Jesus Christ. Now, oftentimes people get into Lent with good things they're doing, whether they're fasting or praying, but they don't really have that concept in mind. Lent is not about losing weight. It's not even about doing something hard or becoming tougher. Lent is simply about becoming more like Jesus Christ. Now, luckily, as Catholics, there are many people that have gone before us that have done these hard things, devoted themselves to fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, and became so like Jesus Christ that after they died, we saw miracles that proved that they were in heaven with Jesus. And these people are, of course, saints. Yesterday, we had a powerful example of fasting from St. David of Wales. And today's saint, St. Agnes of Bohemia, reminds us that we are called to not only pray during Lent, but to live lives of prayer. Christ himself, while he was on earth, we hear repeatedly in the gospel that he may have been with a big crowd or many people might have sought him out for healing. But then the next morning he woke up early. He went to a deserted place to be by himself and he prayed. So. Even though he was God, part of the Holy Trinity, 
He spent time with God, his father in prayer. Therefore, if we are going to be like Christ, we need to, even if it means getting up early or maybe staying up a little bit later, find time for private, quiet prayer. Now, St. Agnes of Bohemia, who lived in the 1200s, is a great example of that. St. Agnes of Bohemia was the daughter of the Bohemian king. And actually, she, her whole life was planned for her when she was just three years old. At the time, many of the royal families in Europe married their children so that there would be these tight bonds between the nations, between the various royal families in different countries. So when she was just three years old, she was engaged to a duke. However, three years later, long before they would have ever been able to be married, that duke died. Now, as this continued, her parents looked for a new spouse for her, even though she was still just a little girl. And she received marriage proposals from many other various royalty across Europe, including the man that would become the Holy Roman Emperor of what was then Italy. She refused all of these things. In fact, she desired, she felt deeply within her from a very young age that she was called to give her whole life to prayer. She felt called to become a bride of Jesus Christ and to become a nun. And so she became a poor Claire. The poor Claires were founded by Claire of Assisi way back, and they lived a very poor life. They did all sorts of humble work. And they lived their whole life cloistered in a monastery, meaning once they entered, they never left. And they devoted themselves to, yes, all sorts of humble work, but mostly their lives were a life of prayer. Poor Claire monasteries exist all throughout the world, even today. And they take very seriously taking in the petitions of the world, things that are happening in the news but also when people call them with prayer intentions, they pray very hard for those things. In fact, there is a poor Claire monastery near where I live. And when I have a special need, I call the sisters there and beg them to join me in prayer, which they are happy to do. They spend hours and hours in prayer. And Agnes of Bohemia became a poor Claire and she lived her whole life there doing simple tasks even though she could have been married to the Holy Roman Emperor. Instead, she decided to live a humble life of service and prayer. Now, Sprouts, my challenge for you today is to once again evaluate what you decided to do in terms of prayer this Lent. St. Agnes knew that prayer was the most powerful, the most important thing that she could do with her life. She could have helped rule a country as a queen, But she knew that being the bride of Christ and living a life of prayer connected to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit through prayer was more important. And so, Sprouts, I challenge you to evaluate your prayer commitment. And if you only have your prayer commitment to be doing group prayer with your family or your classroom, I challenge you at this point in Lent to add a small act of private prayer. It is a beautiful thing to pray together with the group, to be with your family or whomever you might be within your parish for the sacrifice of Holy Mass. That is wonderful. But remember, we also need to be giving God private, individual time. 
So think about the simple thing that you could do to add private prayer to each day for the remainder of Lent. It can be as simple as saying in Our Father in your bed before you fall asleep. You can dedicate yourself to a prayer journal where you write a note to Christ every day. It can be very simple. But remember, like St. Agnes, prayer is the most important thing that you can do. So don't delay. Start doing it today. That's it for Catholic Sprouts today. We'll be back tomorrow. But until then, continue to grow in your faith and truly sprout into the beautiful creation that God created you to be. Just one more thing. I hope that you are having a blessed and holy Lent. Please be assured of our prayers for you and your family as we all work very hard to become more like Jesus Christ. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.